2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law
1: Mornings are hard your sports radio show doesn't have to be I'm so happy you guys are still alive I
3: am excited I-
1: Happy. laugh and learn every morning aboard the mothership
4: <laughs> Ooh.
0: have a good day
4: a good day with D.A.
0: Hey, Duh. I do love the Duh. Happy
4: being alive day. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay.
5: Happy being alive day, everybody. It's a good Tuesday to you. It's a Trash Tuesday. We'll get to our trash is coming up next hour on the show. This hour in 20 minutes, we've got your sound check. And in 40 minutes... The first of two mystery guests this morning on the program. It's the Mirage Chronicles in his final week here on the show. So stick around for that 40 minutes from now. Yesterday, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, and Josh Jacobs all had to settle for the one-year franchise tag of $10 bucks, as they could not come to any type of agreements with their teams and long-term deals. And some have felt as though, well, their next leverage is to sit out the season. Force the hands of these franchises by saying, if you don't give us long-term deals, we just won't play under the franchise tag. And this happened one time when Le'Veon Bell a number of years ago did not get a long-term deal from the Pittsburgh Steelers who traditionally know what they're doing in drafting and developing. And said, fine, I'll sit out the season and then I'll become a free agent after that. And he did. And then signed with the New York Jets and had a very unremarkable end to his career. Here was Le'Veon Bell speaking into social media over the weekend. I never apologize to the fans for really sitting out or leaving the Steelers. I never apologize. So I'm going to say I apologize for leaving, leaving the best damn fans there is in this damn world I shouldn't have left. I apologize. I should never have left.
1: I apologize. That's my fault. That's on me.
5: Uh, My bad. Uh, My bad. Le'Veon Bell was 26 years old when he sat out 2018. Saquon Barkley is 26 years old. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. He was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the second round out of Michigan State and was a three-time Pro Bowler and two-time All-Pro. He made the Pro Bowl in his second season, rushing for more than 1,300 yards, was fourth in the AP Offensive Player of the Year voting. He then was injured in 2015 but came back in 2016, had nearly 1,300 yards, and then again in 2017, led the league in carries, 321 carries. Both of those were all pro years and Pro Bowl years. And so in his first five seasons, had three Pro Bowl years, more than 1,300 yards in each, and led the league in touches in 2017. He then sat out all of 2018, contract dispute, came back in 2019 with the Jets and was a shell of his former self, rushing for just 700 yards in that season. And then after that in 2020, the Jets cut bait with him after just a couple of games. He then bounced around the league for his last two years, Chiefs for a handful of games, Ravens handful of games, Buccaneers handful of games in 2021, and that was it. So he sat out 2018 and three years later, At the tender age of 29 years old, Le'Veon Bell was out of football. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if any of these guys sit out a year, they'll be out of football within three seasons because I think Le'Veon Bell probably wasn't the most committed NFL player. I don't think he takes the job or took the job nearly as seriously as Saquon Barkley does. Barkley is a workout fiend. Barkley wants to do the right thing. Barkley fancies himself as a franchise cornerstone. I don't think Le'Veon Bell was ever that disciplined or that responsible or mature. I think Saquon Barkley's cut from a different cloth. I think he's far more dependable off the football field than Le'Veon Bell and in the workout room and in the facility, even though he's been injured. But it is a cautionary tale. 26 years old, you say bye-bye for 12 months. You come back, you might not have the goods anymore. Or you might end up in a situation that doesn't help bring out that. And it's hard for anybody to know what they have until it's gone. This happens in life all the time. Maybe it's a job you're in. Maybe it's a relationship you're in. Maybe it's just a situation you're in and you look back wistfully Usually happens when you think back to your childhood, your high school days, your college days, before life happened, before you had a move, a career, you got married, kids, what have you. You think back and you think back to all the good times. Man, life was so great back then. And that's what Le'Veon Bell is doing. But in this case, Le'Veon Bell is right. Because Le'Veon Bell didn't need to leave. If you are part of one of those types of organizations the Steelers, and you're winning and you're being utilized correctly because of their stability, because they have good coaching, they have good scouting, they have a stable front office, and they have this amazing history of football in this amazing football town, it is so stupid to leave over money. It is so stupid. Of course, everybody says, well, i got to feed my family, and that's fine. But, you know, you've already made millions of dollars. You should be able to feed your family on millions of dollars. We are not quibbling real-life dollars and cents here like the rest of us. You've already pocketed tens of millions of dollars. Family should be okay. If it's not, you've done something wrong. But more so... If Le'Veon Bell had another four years in Pittsburgh so that he had a decade with the Steelers and is entrenched there as a champion or a lifetime Steeler or what have you, there's a value to that. There's a reason that Jerome Bettis is a, quote, Steeler and not a Ram. Because with the Steelers, of course, he won. He had that dramatic... Retirement after the Super Bowl and going to Detroit where he grew up, but also because he was part of a franchise where football matters to that community so much that there's a value in being a Steeler versus being part of a franchise that had been gone and vacated in Los Angeles when you played for them. So Le'Veon Bell's seeing that, that the grass isn't always greener. And that what you had was really good and you screwed it up because you were a knucklehead, because you got bad advice or because you followed your ego or because you insisted they were wrong and you were right. And, you know, you you realize that when you have some space and you realize that when you have some time and you realize that when you go, man, I had it pretty good and for what? I got a better contract when I left, but... I never recovered where I was at from a football standpoint. And I end up going to a bad Jets team. And so that squanders a season and a half of me after I'm already rusty. And then I've just got to bounce around for a job, Chiefs, Ravens, Buccaneers, to just finish out my career and I don't have a home. You know, a lot of these guys, because they are, The man, when they're growing up in high school, or the man in college, or the man in the NFL, and they've got an agent telling them they're the man, blah, 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 think that everybody's always wronging them. And in reality, he hit it really good. And he only realizes it now. Also, hard when you're in your 20s, and it's the best time of your life, and you don't have the wisdom or experience to understand, hey, just hang out, enjoy this, do what it takes to be there, which is what I would say about Saquon Barkley. The Giants have not had the same consistent success that the Steelers have had, but there's a value in being a member. Of Blue Blue. You know, that's a historic franchise in a big market. Just sign the long-term deal, whatever that's going to be worth, to be there and to be attached to that. I had Otis Anderson on an unnamed podcast. A couple of months, ago. <laughs> a couple of months ago, and he feels like he should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and I would tend to agree. He's got all the accolades, all the resume bullet points. Why is he not? Because the bulk of his career, when he was at his best, actually was in St. Louis with the Cardinals. That team doesn't exist anymore, and he didn't have people banging the drum for him. It's not a historic franchise. The, the people remember him in the Super Bowl when he was with the Giants. That's just the tail end of his career. There is a value and a benefit to being part of things where you get a lot of attention and instead of just kind of chasing, you know, what you think is supposed to be, where your ego is scratched, etc. By the way, this this does bring us to a bit of a controversy that
4: developed over the weekend. Yeah. Can we get Bogues in here for this? Should I wait for Bogues? Maybe we'll wait for Bogues to come in here. Okay. He's probably hearing this right now, and he might be trotting in. So.
5: Why don't we do this before sound check? Okay. okay. And we'll address this. Because over the weekend, I did something, and I tweeted something that created quite a stir on social media. I,
4: I'm not on Twitter or on Facebook right now.
5: I was unaware of this, but Bogues and Mraz, they – They pointed this out to me, and so
4: I'm going to address this head on. Okay, when we come back from break. Okay, so you want to break, do that, then sound check. Yes. Okay, good idea. Producing on the air.
5: Break, then we'll hold the press conference to answer all these questions,
4: and then we'll do sound check. I think that's a great idea because there are questions that need to be answered. Okay, we'll do that next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Do you know whether the bottom of an iron for your clothes is made of iron? It is definitely not. So why call it an iron? And is Ironhead Hayward, did he get his nickname because his head looked like an iron, or it looked like iron that you would melt and mold? One step further. (laughs) Please. When Alanis Morissette sung, Isn't It Ironic? Uh, Is the word ironic from Latin reversed from the word iron? (laughs) And there's something to do with that melting of iron and the word ironic. Strike while the ironic's hot. (laughs) Yeah, don't you think? DA on CBS Sports Radio. Coming
5: up in just 20 minutes from now, mystery guest number one, the Mraz Chronicles. You can watch the show. I think you'll want to watch these guests today on YouTube and on Twitch of the CBS Sports Radio channels. Full episodes are available Archived on YouTube, you can watch Miss Chicken Pesto, who was our mystery guest yesterday. Archived episodes there. Also, you could watch at WatchDA.com. Okay, so over the weekend, on Sunday, I did a two-and-a-half-hour shift on the local side of things at the radio station. That Meraz will be leaving for. And infamously, when we learned of Meraz being plucked from this show and added over there. I went on a bit of a, a rant about that. And I said, you know what? We're We're boycotting that radio station here. Because we are broadcasting out of the same building as them. We're in New York. Sorry, I had to say it there. And we oftentimes kind of dovetail into them. They use our audio. We use their audio. Mraz has jumped over there to be a character drinking the swill water that Boomer Eisen paid him to, to drink out of the fish tank. I've been embroiled in some controversies over there, namely when legendary broadcaster Mike Frances didn't like that I used my initials DA in my CBS Sports Minute. <laughs> and, you know, there's there's a lot of overlap. A lot of guys behind the scenes work over there or work over here. But when Mraz was plucked away, I said, you know what? There's too much New York on this network anyway. We're not even talking New York. We're not going to talk about the city, talk about the teams. If we talk about the teams, we won't say the city will limit those discussions as much as possible. And we're not playing audio from over there. We're not going to do it. And that's going to be that. And, And that was about a month ago. And we have not played audio from that radio station. But on Sunday, I did fill in and do a shift over there. Now, I tweeted out that I was going to do this shift. That was the first shift that I did over there, I think, since the news. And I was unaware of this because nobody addressed this to me on social media. But I guess all of the the people behind the scenes, the aliens under the cover of anonymity in the darkness, apparently talking behind my back saying this is not cool. Now, I didn't know this. Nobody brought this to my attention. And so... Moraz and Bogish apparently were involved in the conversations that involved me. I was not. And brought this to my attention. And so let's just clear the air around here. Let's get on the same page around here. This is the final four shows of Moraz here before he goes over to that that radio station. Let's hold the press
4: conference right now. I'm at the podium, and you guys can fire away. First of all, before we even address the press conference, this is why you need to be watching on the stream because Caps picture of you with a bag on your head is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Okay, so let's just start here, DA. You want us as listeners, and I'm considering us because now I'm a DA show listener going forward, to join you in a boycott while you are picking and choosing what gets boycotted by working over there. So we were supposed to boycott audio here from there, but you could take your talents there. Yeah, we're not.
5: This radio network, the listeners here, don't have to listen to anything over there. It's about what they listen to here at CBS Sports Radio. So I'm not telling them that they need to boycott you. I'm just saying today on this radio network, we're not going to play clips of what happens down the hallway.
0: DA, next question over here to your right. Thanks yeah. so much for having us today. Yeah. Um, Could you please explain the difference between not being able to say New York on your network show, but you able to work in New York talking
5: about New York teams? Look, guys, I I don't want to keep going round and round here. This seems very clear to me. I'm sorry. It's it's falling on deaf ears with you. Here within the CBS Sports Radio walls, the listeners should not have to deal with New York, New York, New York stuff. They've been inundated by that for years. I'm over it. They're over it. And so if they want to tune in to that radio station, either because they're in the area, on the Odyssey app, mm. they, they can choose to do that. But they shouldn't be subjected here to New York stuff. When they're there, if you're on that radio station, you've got to talk about New York stuff. When you're
4: here, you don't do it. Now, what would you say? Yeah, back there in the back. Yeah, yeah. What would you say to everybody you just addressed and said you shouldn't have to quote deal with New York stuff here? To anybody hearing you say that while watching a DA logo twirl behind the New York City skyline?
5: Well, that's a fair point. Uh, I'm not going to duck that. That is a design that was done by this company with my um, my clearance many years ago before the boycott happened. We have not had a digital team employed in a long time that would redesign it. Moving forward, though, I have every intention to redesign it to make it a more generic skyline. That skyline was based on where we broadcast from, not reflective of the content of the show. Moving forward, though, I think it's smart to get the marketing team, the design team behind it, and say, hey, can we make it a more generic, nationally, you know, Nationally reflective city skyline behind you. But I, I think that's fair. Uh, here in the front? Yeah. Right Hi, there.
0: Uh, Peter Schwartz, Long Island Sports Daily. <laughs> nice to see you, Pete. Regarding the New Islanders Arena, what's the
5: name of your podcast? Well, uh, technically, the name of the podcast is New York Axe. Oh, okay. And for now, it's going to remain as such because it is a podcast that the subject matter is that city. Uh, but nobody here that is listening it is being
4: forced to listen to it. You ha- you would have to go seek it out and download it. Uh, well, one quick follow up for me, and this might be my last one. That is all fine to seek it out and download it. So, do you mean to tell me and all the other diehard DA show listeners and fans that if you don't have that if you have a said interview on this New York accent where it needs series driven stuff that's to make it go viral, you know, something really pops, we won't have to be forced to listen to it here on the DA show?
5: No, I I think my resume speaks for itself. Over the last month, we have not played any clips. We have had very good guests. In fact, some guests that weren't even New York-centric, like a Joe Theismann. And yet, I have not played any clips. Today, the episode of Charlie Steiner will drop. Now, Charlie is a guy that the entire nation knows from his SportsCenter days. But I'm not gonna force that down anybody's throat. I'm not playing those clips. So you guys can try to play gotcha journalism all you want, (laughs) but I'm consistent in this. When I'm on the air here for four hours, our audience is not being subjected to New York type stuff. Now we did do the Barkley stuff at the top of the hour, the top of the show. I thought that was significant in how it reflected running backs in general, but I will not do New York centric stories during these four hours, when I'm over there, I'm over there. Here, no, it's not going to happen. Not on my watch.
4: <laughs> I got nothing left.
5: <laughs> I hope that clears it up for anybody. It doesn't. Um, What's
0: not clear about this? Well, you've used the word consistent more than once. That's right. But it seems the only consistency is you actually not boycotting New York.
5: Ooh. I don't know how much more clear I can be. This radio station for these four hours doesn't deal in New York. When I'm over there, or Mirage is over there, you have to deal with New York.
0: Or you don't go over there.
5: Well, look, if you want to tell AJ the next shipment of diapers ain't coming in, you you uh, tell him. Oh, that's diaper money. <laughs> you tell him. See the- are days where he we're ripping through a diaper every 45 minutes here i got formula i got diapers i got bills to pay i'm a dad now and when the bosses say there's a shift to be had you're gonna do it i'm doing it
0: right but peter schwartz needs to tie himself into knots to not say yankees well, During a, a sports update, but you can go get your diaper money down the hall, no problem, yelling and screaming at the Yankee bullpen.
5: I'm not
4: telling Schwartz not to take his shift down there. He can take his shift all he wants. Couldn't Schwartz ask that for himself? He just asked the previous question. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. left out of anger.
5: Back there, I see the Texas CW Post.
4: Uh, yeah, hi. Are people out of CW Post? Uh, how do you respond to the claims that you're a fraud and that you should put your house up for sale considering the fact that you... Do live in the New York metropolitan area, and you are now boycotting the New York metropolitan area?
5: Well, look, I, I don't, I don't consider where I live to be the New York metropolitan area. It's not within the five boroughs. I would say this: when I'm here at CBS Sports Radio, there's a job to do and an audience to to respect. If I'm over there, there's an audience I have to respect there. When I go home. There's a wife and kid I have to respect there. I'm just trying to make sure I'm respectful to the parties that I'm responsible
4: to during those different shifts. One final one for me. If Maraz- Yeah, back in the back. <laughs> if Mraz ends up eating peanut butter and jelly out of a belly button uh, over there, is that not allowed to be played on soundcheck?
5: Look, guys, this is getting very redundant. I-, I don't know why we have to keep going back over this. Does anybody want to talk about the game here? <laughs> The fact is, it's going to be difficult for us not to play Mraz audio from down the hallway. And at some point in time, perhaps the boycott is lifted. At this moment, though, I feel very strongly that I don't want to keep indulging us doing New Yorky, New Yorkie things. I think the people of Columbus, of Albuquerque, the kid in Tuscaloosa... The family in Tacoma, I think they're sick and tired of the New York stuff. We got everybody around here from New York talking about New York. I I want to be respectful to them. If it's a great Mraz moment, it'll be hard to say no, I'm not going to lie. But at the moment, I need to do what's right by the audience. And what's right by the audience right now is not doing New York stuff during this show. I hope that clarifies everything, guys. If there's any game questions, can we get to the game questions? (laughs) I don't think we have any game
4: questions. No, thank you. Are we going to get the sound check? The game question
5: today is from the trivia game that Danielle created for us this week. Guys, what animal did Meraz think laid eggs? This is from 2020. What animal did Meraz think laid eggs? Yeah, 2020. Uh, Mr. Carter.
0: Rooster. It's a rooster,
1: sir. Final answer.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
5: Now, in 2018, what CBS Sports Radio staffer demanded refunds after attending a WWE anniversary event? Uh, uh, Over here? Yep, in the
4: back. Uh, That would be Tony Pierno. Correct. (laughs) Tony Pierno. We want refunds.
5: If you remember the birdseed bet... Perez had to dress up at a Speedo and nothing else, go out to Central Park. We put Crisco and Birdseed all over him and let the Geese pick at him over the course of that day. That was because the Giants lost to the Packers in the wildcard game. This was a bet with Jolton Joe D'Aluisio, who at the time was our audio technician of the Wheels of Steel, and he was a big Packer fan, is a big Packer fan. From 2016, what would Joe D have had to do if the Giants had beaten the Packers in that game.
4: Shows these frauds that we've been working with. They don't know previous DA show history.
2: I don't remember. Wow. At
4: least I
0: know who Joe D is.
2: Yes.
4: I can answer, but I gave boop, the question. Boop,
2: boop,
5: boop, 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 The answer is he would have to eat an entire gallon of ice cream on air. Because he hates ice cream, right? He hates ice cream. Jolton Joe was always in incredible shape, still is. Young man, grew up playing soccer, nice young Italian boy, handsome, and he was always in Actually, I, I take that back. When he was young, he was in very poor shape. He was a pudgy boy. He said he was eating too much of his mom's pasta.
0: He was a pudgy boy.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> and he started...
4: He started Is this some kind of fable? <laughs> he did used to squish tomatoes with his feet. That's right. In the tomato fields of Eastchester, New York, he was a pudgy boy. Joe was a pudgy boy. He loved his grandmother.
5: <laughs> And so he didn't eat ice cream anymore, didn't like ice cream, or just didn't eat it anymore. Well, he
4: was lactose intolerant, too. I don't. Was it that as well? Well, that's why it was the bet, because him eating an entire gallon, he would have... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that
5: because he had not eaten it in a long time, it was going to disrupt a lot of his plumbing. Well, he's, yeah.
4: He said if he eats a lot of it, his plumbing's a disaster, which is why the gallon came in.
5: So we... And also, you may hear over time the clip of Mraz yelling, screaming to live your life. And the other other voice is Jolt and Joe going, well, because I don't like ice cream. And that comes from this debate. Merez was so offended that Jolt and Joe would be, quote, wasting time on earth, not enjoying ice cream. For a decade without (laughs) even a taste. It led to... A total assault by Mraz on Jolt and Joe. And so this this is where we formed the (laughs) bet.
0: So what Jolt and Joe did was decide he didn't want to have an early colonoscopy (laughs) because of a minor medical issue, end up on low T pills.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You went straight through that guardrail, and it's his fault. You lived your life. Look where you ended up. Uh, What? Okay, great. (laughs) I cleansed for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Healthiest fact I've ever seen. (laughs)
5: Vogue says headlines
0: We begin DA in Anaheim Bottom 7 The Yankees leading the Angels 3-1 But there's a runner on first And Shohei Ohtani at the plate
1: Here's the pitch He swings and drives the ball deep out into left center field It's out by the wall And that one is out of here They pitch to Ohtani And he burns them and tonight, on this Monday night, it is
5: showtime.
0: Terry Smith on Angels Radio, homer number 35 from Otani, tying the game at three, leading to this question. Why pitch to Otani, especially with Mike Trout not behind him? Good point. A question asked of Aaron Boone after his Bombers lost 4-3 in 10. The guy hitting behind him hitting 3 The guy behind him is named Mickey Moniak. <laughs> if Mickey Moniak beats you, good for Mickey (laughs) Instead, I dared Shoei Otani to do something, and he did... Tied the game and again they lose three innings later. And now the bombers are again alone and last in the AL East because <laughs> the Red Sox blanked the A's in Oakland seven zip. Those A's a season low or season high or season worse. You pick the word. Forty-six <laughs> games under five hundred. Oh, the Rays boy. lost in Texas three-two. The Orioles took a six-four home loss from the Dodgers, and the Tigers got a three-two win in Kansas City. The Royals have dropped 9 of 11. The Reds and Giants stopped in the 8th by rain. They were tied at 2. They'll finish that one before tonight's regularly scheduled game. The Cardinals top the Marlins 6-4. Four ribbies for Nolan Arenado. And the Nats a 7-5 win at Wrigley. It was your cold open, as expected. No long-term deals before yesterday's deadline for Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard. Now we wait on training camp holdouts for Barkley and Jacobs. We believe, I assume, uh, that Pollard plays on that franchise tag in Dallas. As we all know by now, the Cavaliers are Vegas Summer League champs after a 99-78 decision over the Rockets. Houston's Cam Whitmore is your Jerry West winning MVP from the losing team. And now, we stunned. Woo-hoo!
4: It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news.
0: Guys, we like nothing more than a stunned about an animal finding its way home. Sometimes over long distances yeah. and/or over a long period of time. Fingers crossed now for this sweet creature on the loose.
4: I was on honor roll. Like I wasn't. I wasn't Harvard bound. I was community college bound. And right, and the accident happened. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's not fair. It's not fair.
5: And then then the anvil
4: fell from floor
5: three. And the
4: reactor leaked in the entire community. That's not right.
0: That's not right.
5: (laughs) And then Mraz fell off the ladder. (laughs) Four stories. Bitten by a spider that had just eaten a Domino's pizza.
4: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Glad I could be the butt of the joke Right before going to Yale <laughs> Yale <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> had accepted him
0: ah, That sweet compromised chubby boy Has been wandering <laughs> through the wilderness Of national radio for more than a decade But on Happy to Report DA He has found his way oh, home good. Beginning July 24th He good. will be back um, Finally where he belongs In the safety of local radio where he can be nurtured and protected from the dangerous outdoors.
5: That bit was so good. Was
4: that you had applied to Harvard or thought about applying to Harvard? So I'm stunned to the news here. I have no recollection of that clip. And I'm now starting to wonder if I was even truthful in that clip. <laughs> <laughs> so the
0: clip that's online that we posted just begins with him saying... I was at one point a good student. I don't know what got us there, but that's where the clip okay. begins with him just saying, "I was true. on honor roll once." I don't know why he was defending himself again and his education, but that's where the clip begins. Well, I took
4: I took those whatever you call those college classes. I started to take them in high school. At one point in AP. Grade. I started taking APs. Advanced placement. But, but I never applied to Harvard. But you applied to Duke. Yes, I did do that. Yeah. So
5: maybe that's where it started from. That Mraz had applied to Duke, one of the most exclusive
4: universities in the country. And I mean, what? I mean, I was sure JJ Reddick was a genius. <laughs> well, he also had an athletic scholarship to fall back on. Yeah. Okay, but the point is that, you know, there's cracks there if you can want to get into <laughs> yeah. Duke. If you, if you can play basketball better than J.J. Reddick, let me see it. Right. The crack being <laughs> one of the best college shooters
0: ever. Not a dope from West Babylon. Not Nancy a butt crack.
5: crack. <laughs> there's <laughs> cracks to falter. Like, every so often they admit a C student into Duke right. just because they missed it. Oh, and he plays
4: basketball. What a lucky break. Oh. Oh, I don't know how we missed that. (laughs) Holy crap, Elton Brand's good at basketball. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Whoa,
5: this Zion guy we'd already admitted, and he seems to be pretty good at jumping. Why the hell did we let Grant (laughs) Hill in? Swish. Yes, we did it again.
4: (laughs) My cousin went to Duke. That's why I wanted to go to Duke. If he could do it, I could do it. He was also a naval engineer. <laughs> by the way, naval's not artist. belly button in this <laughs> scenario. No, no, okay, no, no like the, the the Macho Man song in the Navy. <laughs> da, 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 da. He was doing that. <laughs> that's, that's... He was doing show tunes by the Macho Man. No, <laughs> no the Macho Man. The he, he means... They did YMCA. The group Macho Man. <laughs> the Village People.
5: That's the. Village
4: people and they, that's right.
5: They do that every night at Yankee Stadium. How do you
4: not know that one? Yeah, right. The village people. I don't know why and I call they, them the macho man. And they did songs Macho Man and oh, that was the in the Navy. In the Navy. That's what I meant. Not naval like your naval cavity. In the Navy. You know, he was that guy. Yeah. Oh, you know, that career path. That's easy to figure out. But still he's smart enough to get it. Do I just thought it was in the bloodline.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm a naval engineer. He's
4: like just
5: shifting his belly around. It's like that Phillies fan that has the Philly fanatic tattooed around his belly button. <laughs> naval engineer, right here. Give me another beer. I can make it big. I can make it
0: flat. I can make it wobble. I can make it talk. Yeah. Engineer this navel. <laughs>
4: You see, Tri-State area. This is what you're gonna get. The 24th <laughs> Naval Engineer.
5: You know that song by the Macho Man? Yeah, yeah. In the Navy. Yeah, yeah. About That song. Ooh, me and Miss Elizabeth going to the Navy. <laughs> yeah. We're in the Navy now, and I'll tell Hulk Hogan that arm of the Armed Forces isn't as this is a terrible... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's
0: go back to Sean. <laughs> Were you just reading directly from your application letter? And did you write that to Duke? My cousin's already there. He's a naval engineer. It's in the bloodlines.
4: Macho <laughs> man sang about it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they call that. The last a, WrestleMania. A, a heritage allowance or Her- whatever they call it. <laughs> a, <laughs> legacy. a legacy. A legacy, legacy. yeah. Or the Heritage Allowance?
0: (laughs) You ever meet my Uncle Dick? (laughs) The hell is a Heritage Allowance? Why does he
5: want to come here? Due to the Heritage Allowance. (laughs) And my cousin, who's in the Navy. You know. As sang by the Macho Man. (laughs) By virtue of the Heritage Allowance. Or in the cracks, as it were. I belong into this fine institution. I'm just coming. Make room for me. Hey, Duke, figure it out. You guys are smart. I'll be there on Thursday. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Do your job, (laughs) nerds.
4: (laughs) Get those forms out. Let's go.
5: (laughs) Due to the aforementioned heritage allowance,
4: I will be there. Figure it out. (laughs) Coach K, you got a pool house? I'll stay there.
5: When we come back, mystery guest number one, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Inside a Trash Tuesday, everybody, you can watch the show on YouTube, on Twitch, go to the CBS Sports Radio channel, or you can check us out at WatchDA.com. Our next guest joins us via Zoom on the simulcast. Mystery guest for the day, number one. He was at the controls during the evening years of CBS Sports Radio's The DA Show. 2015, 2016, into 2017. Joining us here on the program via Zoom is Jolton Joe D'Aloisio. Jolton Joe, good morning. Damon, good morning. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing great, Jolton Joe. As you know, this is the final week of Meraz, heading into the sunset. So what are your memories of working alongside Meraz inside the fish tank?
3: Wow, actually, I can't believe he made it this long. Ten years? Yeah,
5: that's a good point. (laughs)
3: uh memories oh, wow where do i even begin i mean you could start with the infamous bet you could talk about feed up fridays a notorious staple of miraz when oh. uh i don't know if you knew about this da whenever no. uh, tell me
5: about feed up fridays
3: yeah feed up friday was basically any friday that you weren't there and we would have some random guest host at the time it wasn't miraz and he would literally just stay in the control room, pitch black, uh, literally shoes off, feet up. Now, remember, this was a Mraz pre-kids. So he would take off his shirt. He'd be in his guinea tea, put his feet literally up in the control room and just eat a copious amount of different foods. <laughs> what? And put wow. the same gifts.
5: Wow, I didn't know about feet up Fridays. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> so it was a vacation day when I wasn't in on
3: a summer Friday eh? Every day you were in was vacation day.
5: <laughs> Let's go through the bet. Remember how angry he became at you because you hadn't eaten ice cream in a long time?
3: Yeah, I just, I never met a human that got that upset over someone that doesn't eat ice cream. Mind you, <laughs> I can't eat that much ice cream because if I do, I would be ridiculously ill. <laughs>
5: And when you said you hadn't eaten ice cream in like 10 years, he was personally offended. He felt as though you were wasting your time on earth, and he really was angry at you.
3: Well, I mean, that's why I look the way I do, and he looks the way he does. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> don't put your hands up. That's <laughs>
4: not right. I mean, i
3: am having lost got, a ton of weight. Got,
4: you look hey, fatter than you did back then.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I probably do, but you definitely don't look any skinnier.
4: <laughs> yes, I, yes, I am. You got fat, I got thin.
3: Well, oh, sure. The only difference here is I got hair now before I did it.
5: <laughs> so, Jolt and Joe, how do you think Mraz will do in his new
3: endeavor? No, nah, he'll be a fool over at the other station, too. <laughs> I mean, nothing's going to change there.
5: Thanks. Not wrong. Now, they don't want him to go by Mraz. They want him to go by his real name. Do you think that that's a mistake? What
3: is his real name? <laughs> I thought his name was Brad.
1: <laughs>
3: they're in for a rude awakening down the hall over there. I don't know if they know what they're into or what they're, what they're about to get.
5: <laughs> Pete, the body believes that this is a superstar player that just signed a max deal and now will eat himself out of that contract. And it's kind of like Eddie Curry on the Knicks that he's just going to crash and burn over there. Do you think that's got, is that possible?
3: Yeah, it's either going to be that or Jason Bay with the Mets, or maybe you know Scherzer with the Mets at this point. Who the hell? Who the hell knows? Because it's going to—they are in for a rude awakening. Nope. are they going to make a—are they going to make a meat? I don't know.
5: I don't know if they want the bits. He doesn't know if they want Uh, the bits. He doesn't know if they want the shtick. They. I'm done being a
3: food guy. They just, I yeah, he says he's (laughs) not going to be eating silly stuff on the air anymore. You know, that's pretty ironic because one of the things I probably learned the most while working with Miraz was about food. Like, literally, I learned more than anything, <laughs> everything I can possibly know about Chipotle. And I will <laughs> give Miraz this he did introduce me to the buffalo chicken slice, Buff Chick. <laughs> I did, Buff Chick. <laughs> I got to give him credit for that. I mean, I remember spending nights in that control room where he would be like, Hey, Joe, you want to get Buff Chick? And I'd be like, No, I have ground turkey. But we would save. And it changed my life. Buff Chick changed my life.
4: <laughs> we got a lot of pizza, <laughs> me
3: and Joe. A lot of pizza.
5: Joe, Joe D'Aluisio was our audio engineer during the evening days. when We were on 6 to 10 Eastern time. Before we let you go, Joe, any uh, final salute to Moraz on his way out?
3: Uh, Moraz, <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, everyone always kind of like, uh, you know, talks about how fat you are, how much of a slob you are. Um, but mm. we all mean well. We all mean well. Congratulations. You deserve this. Um, how you got this, I'm not sure, but uh, we're rooting for you, pal.
4: <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Go Gales.
5: Go Gales. Go Gales. Jolton Joe Deluisia. Thank you, buddy.
3: Have a good one, DA.
5: You too. Jolton Joe works over at Iona College, formerly home of Rick Patino, but home of the Gales. That was excellent. That is mystery guest number one for the day mystery guest number two comes your way one hour from now in studio and it'll happen all week long as well as the mirage chronicles continues when we come back we'll talk some sec football the voice of sec football on the sec network tom hart's going to join us da cbs sports radio
4: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe